biography of underrated actresses. Uh, today we are going, we're continuing our Juliette Lewis miniseries with The Fourth Floor, released in 1999, written and directed by Josh Klausner, about a woman who inherits her dead aunt's apartment, um, and then things go crazy. And joining us today, we have Mr. Keith Carlisle. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, thank you so much for coming on. Are you filming us? Or yourself? Yeah, just me. Oh. <laughs> Now I have to Sorry, I'm very out. paranoid about what about after watching this movie. So, mm-hmm. Wait, why well, have so many thoughts? This woman was surveilled. She me. was fully surveilled. Fully surveilled. Yeah. By and several people. I was going to say by multiple parties. I would assume. Yes. Yes. Um. How did you feel about this movie, Sam? I well, I called in the first couple minutes that her boyfriend did it. Oh, and spoiler alert. I don't care. <laughs> Spoiler alert for the direct-to-video movie from 1999. That's on Tubi. You cannot cannot spoil a movie on Tubi. Okay, also, yeah, if the older man is introduced in the first two minutes, he did it. If a man is seen, shown, selling his soul to the devil in, like, a a peppy commercial for him being a weatherman in the first two minutes, he's a killer. Okay, but he wasn't the only one who did it. I know, it. but, like, he he's guilty. And, okay, first of all, how did you like the movie? Um-ish. Because you texted me saying, this movie, what did you say? This movie's fucking insane. And then an hour later you said, JK, it's boring. <laughs> and the movie's, like, only an hour and 20 minutes long. Yeah. So I want to know why you thought, <laughs> what changed. But well, I guess we'll find out. Uh, loved the beginning and end, hated the middle. Okay. Fair enough. What about you, Keith? I surprisingly enjoyed it I watched it twice like not even for research purposes I was like I'm gonna watch it again today just because it's like an interesting but then the ending is very infuriating Mm. in multiple ways I like closure Mm. in everything film relationship life was there no closure in this movie? I don't think so because for the audience there was yeah for the audience not the character kind of maybe yeah like the story continues and in my fantasy, I'm Juliet. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I think the movie does peak around the time she breaks into the apartment and sees, right? I feel yeah. like after that, oh. it's kind of downhill. Like, we, we get this. Like, Although, yeah. knock, 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 motherfucker is an excellent moment. And I don't know why she wasn't nominated. <laughs> I would want to watch it again. She I... should have been nominated for that haircut alone. Ugh. How uh-huh. about this movie, if anything, deserves... Best Sexualization of Women in an Artful <laughs> Way Award because she's in scantily clad clothing and her nipples are hard the whole time, but I it loved... only shows like half mm-hmm. or like one nipple. Incidental nipple exposure. Incidental 1999 nipple exposure. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, ask me if I liked the movie. Did you like the I movie? I fucking loved it. <laughs> it was so good. And it was so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was... Because um... it was also so short. I love a short movie. It was so good. And I had such a good time. And you know why? I was, I constantly screamed. Yeah. Like every five minutes I went, ah! Like the jump scares were so good in this movie. I was constantly writing notes. I wrote my first page of notes upside down because I didn't realize that my notebook was facing the wrong way. Uh, And then I had to do this. I like your I voted pen too. What? Oh, pen. Yes. (laughs) I thought oh, you were saying pen, yes. I thought you were saying pin. Pen. Yeah. Pen. Um yeah. Oh, I have an I have an idea for a new segment for this podcast. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's bring the one uh, in. it's called Who Would Tony Colette Have Played? Ah Which, We should go back and do this with all of them. Obviously. Um wait, how familiar are you with Tony Colette? Very. Okay. United States of Tara was my yeah. anthem in like middle school. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's what Love we started that. doing the film oh, about. So that's that... why it's called the Tony Awards. Excellent. I don't know if you. Know I that. was actually but... wondering. I was like Tony Collette, and I thought <laughs> just do very gay underrated we actresses. No. We started doing oh, Tony Collette, but then we ran out of Tony Collette movies because we just watched them all. Such a and shame. then we did Adina Menzel, mm-hmm. and now Sorry. we're doing Juliet. Yes. Oh my God. I uh, love that. But I texted you. I said, this is a very Tony's early career movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's clear that Juliet already jumped her shark. Because <laughs> she was in movies with, like, like Oscar buzz. 
and yeah. until right before this, and I don't know what happened. <laughs> when I think she was nominated before this For came Kate out. For Figure, right? yeah. Well, because one of the reviews I was reading was like, why does this have two Oscar nominees in it? And, it, and I have to rent it at Blockbuster. Like, yeah. it was that was the commentary. I don't know why it's so not as lauded and celebrated she's in been, our film history. She's been doing a lot of these movies where um, they're great, but they just, like, barely exist. Like she, she, she did this movie Strange Days that was mm-hmm. like written by James Cameron, directed by Catherine Bigelow, yeah. with like Angela Bassett and Rafe Fiennes, yeah. and it literally is not available to watch anywhere except for illegally. The only way to watch it legally is to order a DVD on Amazon that takes two months to ship, and it's thirty eight dollars. I wonder why. It's like a good movie. Yeah, title sucks, but. The movie's good. Yeah, the title is like a reference to a band that the uh, screenwriter liked. I think so many things in the 90s probably just fell like right short of actually existing because of the immediate boom of like VHS and like it was right before that. So like things that didn't immediately get put on that, like just, I guess just didn't happen. I feel like this movie, do you remember, did you ever see Brittany Murphy's last movie? It's like in a hotel. The Dead Girl? Oh, no. sorry. She was in a movie called The Dead Girl. No, I know. I don't think that's what it's called. I don't remember if that's what She really was. <laughs> With the Tony Collette. The one who died maybe on coke. Um, I think that she is the titular she dead girl. She is the titular dead girl, yeah. <laughs> but Tony Collette's in she it, too. She plays, like, yeah. I need to look up the title, but she plays, it's like in a hotel, and the hotel is haunted, and she gets locked in this room. It's oh. by far her best performance ever. Wow. But it, no one knows about it because it was like in that period where things were not going straight. Now they would just go straight to Amazon. Yeah. The fourth floor would just be a straight to Amazon film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they, we didn't have those resources back then. And it's like, I'm like, how do you not know yeah. this film? You're this either... is Juliette Lewis's movie before she died. Yeah. I'd say her career is, I, if I was to write her obituary right now, it would be Star of the Fourth Floor and Yellow Jackets. <laughs> Dies. <laughs> Have you seen Yellow Jackets? No. Oh, uh, great. Very good. So yeah. good. Okay. And we, um, that means we predicted the Julietta Sons. Oh, yeah, that's very true. Because we chose to do her before Yellow Jackets came out. Mm hmm. I watched the pilot to Yellow Jackets and then she appeared. I was like, oh, that's the girl I'm doing a podcast about. <laughs> she knew. I do. I, I, I want to discuss the opening scene in mm. detail. Yes. It opens with an ad. For Juliet Lewis's boyfriend being a weatherman. Yes. I've never on... seen a weatherman ad before. By Neither the way. have I. I haven't either. <laughs> he, and I... it was really more of like a tribute to him by him, produced by him. It was like 20 yeah. minutes of the movie. It was his it was so room. It was more of a spotlight feature ad than an ad. <laughs> he's, he's so good at predicting the weather, which is not touched upon. Yeah. It's just implied that he sold a soul to the devil to become that good. Mm-hmm. Um, he says... And, okay, are, are national weathermen a thing? Because it says, and now he's going... He, I guess he's like, Al Roker? He's been predicting the weather of New York amazingly for years, and now he's taking it national. And then he... There's a lot there, of money behind this guy. I know. There, there's, like, a Good Morning America, like, substitute that he's on. It's like, hello, USA! Oh. And he no. also apparently sings every morning, which is horrible. He Things. And he put and, like, and later on in the movie, he moves Juliet Lewis's TV like right next to her bed, and <laughs> apparently has it on like a timer so that it turns on and to ABC when he delivers the weather every morning. Um, yeah, no wonder she doesn't want to live with you, dude. Who wants to live with someone who has to get up at three a.m. every day to go work? Who wants to live in Westchester? Who that wants too? to live in Westchester? Well, I don't know anything yeah. about that, but. Not to mention this apartment's on West 11th Street. I googled the building. Oh my god. It's fictional, but it's yeah. like, it's stunning. I, w- I would have killed all three people together. I want to know about brownstone culture, because it seems kind of scary. Like, you live in this big place, and it's only like four apartments. Yeah. I mean, you... you. I lived in a brownstone and it burned down. Was that a brownstone, or was it just like three apartments in a building? It was it was like three apartments and a building, but we no all offense. like shared like a roof. <laughs> did you? Did you? You poor bitch. 
<laughs> is that what it's called though? I don't. Just in general, know. if it's like a small number of apartments. I have. I, I feel I, like brownstone culture idea. is walk-up culture. It's just now landlords are really cheap. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. so many of these buildings oh. were less apartments, and then they were like, "How can we get four? But they masters? also make it look really nice. Mm-hmm. So true. Yeah. It's like true. um, I mean, so I guess the plot is she. Her aunt dies from falling down the stairs. Yeah. Her aunt, who weirdly looks like her boyfriend, but I guess we'll touch on that later. I thought he was the one who was dead. <laughs> but, uh... Freudian. And then, uh, she moves in, because it's $400 a month. Get it. Obviously. Right. Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah. My grandpa has an apartment in Astoria that's $400 a month, and I'm about to push him down the stairs. Are you gonna get it? <laughs> I don't... I don't think so. No, because there's, like, a rule about that. It has... Yeah. You gotta kill your parents, too. Basically. Yeah, the biggest... <laughs> At least you're the <laughs> oldest sibling, so it stops there. Uh-huh. See, <laughs> to kill my parents, I have to kill all my other aunts and uncles. Oh, shit. You have all... See, I'm an my only grandma. child, and my parents each have one sibling each. I'm totally, like, getting so much money. <laughs> <laughs> if it's there. Just kidding. Hi, Mom. Um, so, they can't... <laughs> Ingenious casting decisions. Mm-hmm. Okay, Shelley Duvall as Alice from United States of Terror. Amazing. Um, as Martha Stewart. Yeah. Her character's name is Martha Stewart. Yes. Did we um, catch that the mysterious lady who lives in apartment four was named Alice Cooper? Yes. I did when we I read did. the IMDb. <laughs> um, so many like tips of the hat in the names of the characters. Mm-hmm. And then they cast... Uh, <laughs> comedian Artie Lang to play a mentally disabled guy. <laughs> Which is far and away the easy, the biggest waste of his ability. Genuinely. I it, thought they were going to do something more with that character. I did too. He's a red Shelley Harry. Duvall just goes, oh, that's the super. He's not allowed to have keys. He has a disability. <laughs> he has to live <laughs> in the basement. It. He has a disability. And then we see his bed in the basement later. And he doesn't even appear in that scene. And there's food cooking and he's nowhere to be found. And people are just entering his space of residence to he dispose of, like, bottles of 7-Up. And, and uh, packing peanuts. <laughs> oh, the packing peanuts. The character unto themselves, really. Mm-hmm. It's the fifth character. <laughs> it's the fifth character. It really is. Um, so Juliet Lewis moves in. She doesn't want to live with her boyfriend. She doesn't want to live with her boyfriend. She wants to live alone, Would obviously. you want to live with William Hurt? Yeah. As he is? Oh my god, how if is he If he let famous? himself go gray naturally, maybe. Uh, I want to know why he's famous. The, no offense. Like, actually, I am offending him. I'm William sorry. Hurt or the character? Not in enti- William Hurt. Okay. <laughs> he's gonna kill me now. But I just don't see the appeal. <laughs> he's actually like has cancer, so I think he's busy. <gasps> oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> William. Never mind. William. He's a good actor. Justice for no, William. No, he's Hurt. a good actor. I'm just conf- okay. Just cut this out. <laughs> but he is in Damages, which I watched with Jet Blend Close and that was good. Oh, oh. Which is so good. Anyway, you should cut this out. I don't want to offend someone who's dying of cancer. It's okay. Nobody, nobody, <clears throat> sorry, I have cancer. Um, no. <laughs> no. Nobody in their life has ever been like, I have cancer. Just like William Hurt. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know why all of a sudden hating on his acting. He was perfectly fine in this movie. I- he he had some bangers of lines. Um, in the in, in I the agree first... with you though. I also I was like, give Will a little more script. Yeah, like he really wasn't given a lot to work with. The, the one moment when he, he was like, such a cut. touches the guy who holds the sword or the knife. I was oh. like, this is such. I gotta go. Yeah, that's right. Nothing was explained. You're, it was um, it was a little cryptic. In the beginning, they're sitting at that tiny tiny table eating and oh, the ice cream sundae. Um, oh yeah. Well, let's talk about that. Juliet is not eating that. Okay, I just want to be really clear. That made me feel really bad about going to Van Leeuwen two months ago. <laughs> she is not eating that shit. He, she, um, she says, I don't like your commercial. It paints you as ruthless and you're not ruthless. And he goes, Jane, you have to be pretty ruthless to get national weatherman. <laughs> just spelled out everything. Not, not the descriptor I would Oh, and then he puts like whipped cream on her mouth and he's like, see, I'm ruthless. I despise that. I did too. No yeah. consent. Yeah. Um, uh, he's like, he, he's very controlling um, in this movie. He's all, he's like telling everybody, you know, they, they like plant the seeds that he's the mastermind behind her uh, receiving threats. Because in every single scene, he's begging her to move to Westchester with him. And then she's like, 
I'm getting these threats telling me to leave. And he's like, oh, I wonder who could possibly be sending those. <laughs> well, so it, it's apparently this lady named Alice who lives on the fourth floor right below her. Yeah. And she, uh, every time Juliet makes a, any, any noise at all, she bangs on the ceiling, which mm-hmm. I love. Um, yeah. Neighbors communicating like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's very classic comedy right i used to get in trouble at my grandma's apartment when i was a kid because me and my siblings would be running around and then the downstairs neighbors would like bang on their ceiling with a broom and we'd be like what was that people would do that at the dorms you remember like do you remember that no all i remember is getting subtweeted for singing defying gravity we would just do really loud late night things in your dorm room Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um and then our neighbors across the hall would tweet my neighbors oh, need to shut up. I guess I'll bring it up now, but this movie really did remind me of uh, the the stairs scenes. Really reminded me of when we were ding dong ditch people at the freshman dorm. Oh my god! And like run up and down the stairs. Yeah. And, like try not to get caught. <laughs> Very upsetting. What if someone had slicked the stairs at fifty fifth and we died? We would have deserved it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, there. Were, there was that one time that we were ding-dong ditching Tom Nolfi incessantly, yeah, and he yeah, yeah. chased us down the stairs. And we heard him calling down after us. And it was so scary. I want to clarify that we didn't do this a lot. We did this like twice. We did this a couple times. And but... we were not menaces. It wasn't even our idea. I don't know why I we did it. I don't believe that. I think you were menaces. <laughs> um... We even worse. Our, our friend uh, like followed an RA up the building. Like He was doing rounds, and she would like go... Uh, like slightly ahead of him and just be in every room that he would check and be like hi (laughs) oh my god (laughs) i forgot that she did that that's like iconic actually but he was such a narc he was a narc actually there was this ra in our freshman year year. really you're just gonna leave live your life busting all these freshmen for no reason genuinely orientation week he would go hang out with freshmen and be like hey like i'm not on duty right now so if you guys want to have a beer like it's fine oh and then they'd, my... whip, they'd whip out the beer and he'd be like busted <gasps> no yeah. mm-hmm. what a cock mm-hmm. yeah. yeah ugh yeah. i remember my ra was such an asshole my freshman year this is not at nyo i went to milligan for like five minutes and the nar the the narc that RA was such a fucking <laughs> asshole that when he went home for Easter break we smoked weed in his bedroom and bathroom because they were on your floor uh-huh. and so it was just me like putting a wet towel under. How'd the you door get in there? Me. It was unlocked. <laughs> like a fucking asshole. It was wow. unlocked. Well, there's so much stuff. you had to have a card to get in the building and on our floor. So he probably oh thought God. it was safe, but he should have yeah. known that. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Don't make a bunch of enemies then. I uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in sophomore year, our yeah, RA Lucas, yeah. was cool though. Well, mine, I had a different one. Than yeah, me. but you were in my dorm all the time, That's so true. he was your RA too. He would my go RA... to parties with us, and like he took he took us to the oh. toolbox after a nice. party one time. My RA that year interrupted the Katy Perry halftime show to check on me, and I'm like, <laughs> "Fuck you." <laughs> Um, there was one time that I made a self-deprecating joke in front of my RA, and she pulled me into a separate room and was like, are you okay? <laughs> Do you need support? No. <laughs> You're like, actually, that'd be great. <laughs> hmm I'm like... I, I auditioned to be an RA, or whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> you auditioned. That's Apply. right. I, Just because I... I wanted, like, lower tuition or whatever. But yeah, apparently that wasn't housing. even a thing. Oh my god. Because Kat Christensen was like... I was like, oh, I'm trying to, I'm applying to be an RA, and I'm like, you guys get, like, free, you know, housing? And she goes, that's not the only reason to be an RA. <laughs> she was like, we don't get completely free housing. She, she did have to watch me, um, so she moved me out uh, March 1st from, she, she helped me move on March 1st at 8 a.m., and I didn't know I had to pack to move well I was, whatever and i also that sounds like we should really unpack that for i you. also yeah. had a plunger literally stuck in the toilet <laughs> at the time because the toilet was like broken and it wouldn't flush so like this ra comes to move a freshman at 8 a.m and it's like full how was your how was your sewage nothing packed and i'm like i want to be an ra oh my god like i got this 
I think I'm doing really well, actually. I was going to apply to be an RA, but then I didn't look at the application packet until the day it was due, and I needed, like, four references from professors. Sam, you... Did they take it seriously? You would be such a funny RA. You I, would never do anything. I, I would not. But you would, like, say you did. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> going and back, I would vouch for you. Thank you. I should have used you as my reference. Oh, yeah. Do you know how many places that I've worked, Jamie has been Jamie Barla has been called and they and then she's like, Oh yeah, he's a great server. She's never worked in a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, I was okay, going back to the movie actually. I was a really big fan of the the, the letters that Juliet receives mm-hmm. because they're all written so insane. And, and that have, like font that like uh, stationery it's on too. It's on they they did it on a typewriter. Oh, but then she... Oh, she's the one who gets the card. Yeah, she gets the card, and then... I remember being like, aw, I hope this helps. And I was like, (laughs) sure enough, it didn't. Yeah, they're on a typewriter, and they're all like... That one that was like all the rules. In in respect of others, you must be quiet. And then several sad faces. Please respect (laughs) this so an altercation can be avoided. I wrote them all down. Um, Did you write down all the rules? No, I didn't write down. No guests rules. after 10 p.m. No guests after 10 p.m. No moving furniture except between 1 and 1.15 or something. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> you had to lay rugs down. <laughs> I liked when... Um, by the way, that's still in, ac- in action today. People are like, you really should put... I'm like, why, for these fucking hardwood floors that you, like, stole from whoever put them in and never paid their, from their work? Please. Genuinely. I really wish that it was an old lady. Me too. Okay, the entire God, movie. I would have loved if it was like Cloris Leachman. Yes. The, the, enti- <laughs> the entire anyway. movie, they're all like, there's no <laughs> way. Burston. The entire movie, they're like, there's no way an old woman can do this. And then the reveal is that it's two old men. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow. So, so sad. True. Also, yeah, such a bummer. I want to yeah. redirect the end. The cast today, if William Hurt will do it, forgive me. <laughs> William um, Hurt reprises his old role. Uh, but he isn't involved in the the crime it's vital that he be involved in the crime why because otherwise why does he spend the entire thing trying to get her to move to westchester because he's a dick yeah but you yeah that would have been a really great throw off if he was just strange and got rid of the old man that's why i was like this so this other guy who is apparently doing his bidding for no reason it's the one nice guy in the building yeah but we knew he was involved too no but the thing is like i really didn't i mean i really i was i knew when he ominously appears in the basement no his whole deal is that he's the only like cool dude in the building like the only one who's nice to her and then she tells Shelley Duvall, she's like, oh yeah, I met, he, he was really nice. And she's like, don't talk to him. He doesn't like to be bothered. Like, he's really weird. You have and to she's stay like, away from him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Shelly was right. Yeah. Oh, she my, was crazy, she too. She warned, yeah. In the peephole. Mm-hmm. My favorite Shelly Duvall line is, why are you asking the Koreans about Alice? <laughs> <laughs> That was the best one. She goes to a Korean. You're involving the Koreans? (laughs) Yeah, that's the best thing. I wish that we could still speak like that, honestly. Oh my god. I would love that. Let's start now. I like that it's so niche, though. Like, in 1999, you don't know the difference. I don't care who you are. But I love that it was, like, so... She was like, you're asking the Argentinians about... (laughs) Like, it was so specific that it... It yeah. was funny. I went to the Peruvian deli and this one. <laughs> I enjoyed the, You're asking the Cantonese? <laughs> like, so. I loved it. <laughs> you're asking the Maori about Alice? <laughs> you're asking the Lithuanians <laughs> about Alice Cooper? <laughs> leave, leave the Fijians out of this. <laughs> the Phoenicians. Oh, the Corinthians. <laughs> <laughs> leave John and David out of this. <laughs> John and David, who's that? Are they the Corinthians? I don't know, I'm just saying Bible things. Oh, oh now we've What about on. the the drag queen neighbor? How about that? Oh. Through the window? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, she was having a cool rear window moment. Oh, I also want to talk Those about... Those neighbors were cool. Okay. But by the way, that's so gay representation in 1999. Yeah, and I know like, that it was a drag queen. Yeah. I knew it was a drag queen and not a trans woman because <laughs> of the earlier scene when she's moving in. There's just two guys with very extreme sequin shirts standing outside watching her. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I forgot about that. I I loved them. 
I um, want. I remember watching that scene and being like, I hope they get involved here. Like I hope they're they like. They should have. Yeah. And then the old Bella couple Ross, with the bong. The old couple with the bong. That was cool. Yes. I my roommate was watching Rear Window the day before I watched this, <laughs> and also I tried to get my roommate to watch it with me after the first two minutes with the Weatherman commercial. I was like, I, I was like, Calvin, you have to watch this. It's insane. <laughs> and he watched for like ten minutes and was like, I'm good. <laughs> but, really, I just thought the beginning was so special. I adored and the it. the score was amazing. The like, score was... It was so noir. Yeah. <laughs> noir. The score was great. I also, I thought that the twist was going to be that all the tenants are ghosts. Ooh. Um, oh. Yes. Ooh. But that's more of a mid-2000s yeah. twist. Yeah. Where they're like, you're actually the dead one. Mm-hmm. Like, that's very, like, the others, Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Excellent. Very. Sixth the sense. sixth sense. Sixth sense. This, this came out the same year. Oh, Imagine and this if is Tony so, was... so far superior. Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Sixth Sense, that piece of shit. Oh, Tony should have. What if they had swapped? Actually, Juliet was way too young to Juliet be. Juliet could not have played no. the mom in that. No, never. But Tony could have done this in, in her sleep. Not that yeah. they're not. Juliet's an amazing actress. It's just mm-hmm. not. You know, some How roles... old is Juliet in this? Do we know? She's been the same age for the last 10 years. Apparently. Yeah, she, she keeps like. She keeps de-aging, honestly. Oh, thanks, Joey. Oh, thank you, Joey. Juliette Lewis age. 49. So she was like 26 um, in this movie. Okay. 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 Believable. Yeah. So she's she's like, all right. I I thought she looked amazing. In her last movie, she played a teenager. That's true. Yeah, she's really jumping all over the place with her age. But she she kind of has that... Like body and face, where it's mm-hmm. like she can definitely fit in. Yeah, it's she like, has, like where I hips. hope to be right now is between age eighteen and thirty, <laughs> so I can be on Glee, but I can also be in the fourth floor. <laughs> <laughs> you can play William Hurt's role. I'm gonna floor. play Juliet's okay, role. Okay, so wait, in, in, a gender in our remake of this movie, I'm dating uh, Shirley MacLaine. Okay, and she wants me to move to. Um, <laughs> Uh, oh. Oyster Bay. <laughs> and you're like, no, I want to live in Turtle Bay. Who's today? Who's Shelly Duvall today? Not that she's not still herself, but like who? No, but she's incapacitated. Oh, really? Yeah, she's like, um, she, she's like very, very mentally ill. Like Wendy Williams? Dr. Phil did, uh, did an exploitative interview with her. She's oh. like very, like, schizophrenic. Oh my god, that's Did so you see sad. this? No. It was like four years ago or something. Oh. Wait, did. I know what I'll be watching oh. later. Well, maybe she's better now. He he like went to her hometown and like did an interview with her. Fuck and, Dr. She's Phil. Like, and she's Fuck like, and she's like, I talked to Michael Phil. Jackson last night. Well maybe she Ooh. did. Yeah, true. That's so sad. It's Where horrible. is the conservatorship when we need it? Exactly. Come on, like, this oh, is like Britney Spears plays the role. Britney Spears plays Oh my plays god, Shelley Britney Duvall. Spears as Shelley <laughs> But just as Shelley Duvall, her, her, not as, as Martha Stewart. I don't know. Britney Spears' first act of independence. Yeah. Well, number one, get the IUD taken out. Number two, I will play Martha Stewart in the fourth floor. Attempt to get impregnated. Mm-hmm. And then reprise Actually, the Jamie Lynn floor. might do it. Yeah, but, but do, do we, we want, want her? her? <laughs> I love you. Why not? Do we want that little shit? No. She Victoria has enough Justice. money. Victoria Oh, now, now you're talking. Victoria Justice. Do, uh, I'm, you, may I say Ashley Tisdale? Bring oh her back. Oh, no, you know she, she needs a job. She you, needs it. She you needs go it. to Victoria Justice and say, I think my apartment is haunted. She goes, I think all of our apartments are haunted. <laughs> I think we all sing. Uh, no, actually, Ashley Tisdale and Shelley Duvall would be. Yes, to be. I don't know why I went Shirley MacLaine. She's way too old. I want to date Glenn Close. Mm, oh. Yes, they're probably the same age. But you they're know what? Absolutely but the same can, age. Can we talk about how Glenn Glenn's is a little hot. like the newer Helen Mirren? Like she's mm-hmm. one of these ones that were like she's a hundred and I would fuck her. Yeah, I would turn for yeah. Glenn Close after she twerked at the Oscars last year. Is that what you're talking about? No, I just mean in life. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. since damages, I was like, oh, she looks really good. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, the you should watch that show. She spends at, at least twice a season. She just hurls a glass of whiskey at the wall and screams. What's it about? She's a damages lawyer, okay. and Rose Byrne is her um, protege. And then okay. they kind of all like get involved with murder and shit. It's like how to get away with murder, but not like the murder. Well, the murder is more. 
institutional. Sure. Yeah. It's more like deep seated. Like, yeah. and it's the, one of the only situational dramas that one case is one season. Yes. Uh, and it's, so you get season to like by really season like, case. So it's yeah. layers. Yeah. Okay. You get to really like get invested and involved and it's, it's so well done. Marsha cool. Gay Harden shows up. <gasps> oh yeah. Oh my God. I watched And my... then, um, Ed Harris. Oh, and jo- oh. John, John Goodman. Yeah. Randomly. John wow. Goodman. I just watched my one. favorite episode of Law and Order SVU a week ago. The one where Marsha yes. Gay Harden. Where she's revealed to the be best. the, She's a, she's a, she's a neo-Nazi, but then she's actually an oh. undercover FBI agent. And in order to maintain her cover, she calls one of the detectives a kike and like slaps him in the face. Oh my god! Wait, and Br- they showed this on television. Yes. Brandon just got to the episode where it's revealed that she actually murdered someone back in the day. And has, have you seen that? No, I haven't. She tries. She's been trying to make amends for herself, oh feeling guilty by solving all these other murders. Classic. And and by being undercover, and Olivia goes, the only one you're really running from yourself <laughs> <laughs> and then she um they arrest her finally i love it when are you an svu head no not a head okay i do enjoy it periodically on a yeah. slow sunday um there's a subplot where olivia benson decides to go undercover um and she just keeps going on like very long undercover assignments really yeah she goes to work with like the fbi investigating oh, like a bioterrorism group and then and then she's like actually they're right and and then she goes undercover in a woman's prison and almost gets raped and gets stopped from getting raped at, like, she the last should have been on orange is the new black as as olivia benson <laughs> <laughs> reprising her role yeah yeah um i liked there there's a shot of Artie lang um juliette lewis just like pokes her head out into the hallway and there's a hole in the wall, and Hardy Lang is just painting over it. Yeah. Can we talk about how none of his tank tops fit? Like, yeah. by a long shot. Mm-hmm. Like, they were like, Hardy's in a, like a, a medium. They, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, he hasn't been since maybe eight years old, <laughs> but okay. I was confused why she didn't just go find the um, exterminator who told her there was a hole in the floor. And then showed her the hole in the floor, and then later it's filled in. Yeah. Mm. Well, she had guests, so mm. she Okay, how about the maggots and the mice? Oh, uh, that the was so scary. So disgusting, and what? Yeah. I feel like that, too, like, anybody who lives in New York, I'm like, you just, that's triggering for me. Mm-hmm. Maggots in the tub. So many. Disgusting. I've never seen a maggot in my apartment, but I love the first time they appear. She just turns on the shower, has them go down the drain, and then is, like, uh-huh. off to work. Well, what a bad New Yorker. Doesn't she know to put a salad bowl over the drain? Like, that's what you do. What? I have a salad bowl over my shower drain. For what? Just in case, like, a roach is like, hi. Like, yeah. all day you keep it there? Yeah, until I need a shower. I just close it. Oh my god. <laughs> and I have to look at it. While I was, right after I watched that scene, a literally giant fly starts flying around my living room. Oh I'm no. like, how did it get in? I go, ah! And then my cat caught it. Ew. Good, good for your, I kind of want one, a cat. Just for that reason. Yeah. yeah. But then you gotta get it, you gotta pick it up before they eat it, because they'll throw it up. Mm. I think I'm okay. Um... So yeah, but the jump scares were so good. I I loved love like whenever. Who like, what's the name? The guy who is like the red herring guy. And he appears in the basement. It's very scary, with the light bulb. That's um that that's, that's the guy who is the, the killer. Well yeah, but he's not the actual. <laughs> Mastermind. He's not the big. His guy. name is Mr. Collins. Mr. Yes. Collins. Yeah. Right. He looks familiar. Like from Pride and Prejudice. He turns on the light bulb. And then he has, like, a fixation on, like, um, mummies, maybe? Yeah, yeah, mummy. Like, pharaoh tombs. Packing peanuts. Mm-hmm. Portcullis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, can we talk about that? I would have never stepped foot in that apartment. Well, He like, lives in a crazy person apartment. Okay, why did she think the most logical thing when you're really scared of something is to just break to into the apartment? Yeah. And how does she know she wasn't there? Yeah, she... Yeah, that was my... Fr- I go, this is a shut-in we're talking about, mm-hmm. and you're now going to just go take photos <clears throat> with a loud pole. The lights light. don't work. Lights don't work. There's diagrams drawn on the ceiling. That was really scary. That, that was, like, was that was genius. Stroke yeah. of genius on behalf of the writing. 
That was brilliant. Oh, the guy who wrote and directed this. Um, wrote and directed. D- just wrote. The Little Mermaid. No. Ju- just wrote <laughs> Date Night with Tina Fey and Steve Carell. No. Yes. What? Wow. Yes. What about Baby Mama? And Shrek Forever After. I. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. Is that his full resume? <laughs> God, let it um, be. Basically, those are those are like the only <laughs> one-off episode of Friends in season two. These are his only like features. He script doctored Titanic. <laughs> wow. He also yeah. wrote the unsinkable Molly Brown, the screen, the stage play. Yes. Um. What are you? Junior. Junior. <laughs> junior adaptation. Yeah, and Homeland. <laughs> but what was the? What? Wow, what a fucking... Only season like six. a colorful wheel. I know. His fucking... name is Josh Klausner, and I was like, any That's relation really f- to, to Julie? Julie? And I googled Josh Klausner, Julie Kla- and couldn't find Who's anybody. Who's Julie Klausner? She made Ooh. Difficult People. Oh, Great writer. with um, mm-hmm. Billy Eichner, right? Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> I forgot that Billy Eichner was also on Difficult People. Yeah, well, because like, Julie... Isn't that just like the other two, but for exactly. like older... What? Millennials. What did you say? Like the other two, but for like yes, old it's similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gen X millennial cusps yeah. instead of mid millennials. Instead of millennial Gen Z cusps. Well, they're not Gen Z. Cusps. Yeah, not Gen Z at all. I take it back. But they're still younger than Billy Eichner. They're definitely Billy Eichner Gen X. Billy Eichner's like fifty. No, I would like, say he's like thirty-seven, <laughs> isn't he? Really? I was I gonna say so. like forty-five. I think no. 49. I think he just doesn't look great. <laughs> Let's find out. He's 43. Oh, you're so close. Oh my wow. God. And he's a Virgo. Well, his comedy is, you know, so rich with intelligence. <laughs> I'm really shocked. I like Billy Eichner, but I if like I knew too. that I could just run around screaming, it's Deborah Messing, you gays, and have a career, I would have been, do- well, I've been doing that. Yeah. You could have done it first. <laughs> I, I've been doing it since I was 16. It just didn't take off. Deborah Messing is. Such a polarizing figure. So polarizing. Can we talk about how Juliet Lewis is like the horror movie version of Deborah Messing in wow. Will and Grace in this film? The clothes, oh, the red yes. hair, the nipples always hard. Oh my god. And like so thin, but pretending she eats ice cream. This movie was actually almost called Nipples Always Hard. <laughs> nipples Always Hard. What? Wow. <laughs> Oh, what about when the- oh, and she's an interior designer. <clears throat> and she's an interior designer. Yes. Wait, is that what Grace does? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I've never seen that. I really, she... for a moment, can we talk about the design? I almost thought that it was the assistant. Oh, because she's so oh, insane. That Kim Cattrall-ass so weirdo. Yes. She's trying to black swan her. She was her. trying yes. to be Kim Cattrall, though. She was literally, every line was, mm, are you sure we should do that? <laughs> well, the that's worst Kim was Cattrall, that but she somebody would... would say something, and then right before she'd say her line, she'd be... You know, she would have this breath beat, and I was she like, was constantly living in like, I want your job, I want to kill you. But that was clearly her objective, and I was like, girl. But she by was, the way, in the end, she wins. She was she's in doing a, all the work. She was in a Jonathan Demi film. Like she delivers all her lines directly to the camera. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Her hair is still wet. <laughs> was her lawyer Sarah Michelle Geller? No. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm absolutely sure. Can you believe, like, Sarah Michelle was like, God, I was on Buffy and now I'm doing this shit. Exactly. I got two lines She has two dump. lines in Are you sure? I, she I, played her lawyer. Jake, I'm a huge Buffy head. If she was in this, I would have known. That's Juliet's lawyer in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it kind I get why you she's from. She's 44. My favorite thing about Wikipedia. <laughs> wow, how sad. And she's from Long Island. <laughs> Do you know that? Love what? Sarah. She's from Long Island. Oh, I didn't know that. SMJ. Um, her husband allegedly has a diaper fetish. The prince. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I read on the internet. God. <laughs> okay. But you know what? Good for them. And Megan Trainer poops with Daryl Sabera. Yeah. That's right. Listen, we've all got our things. <laughs> um. To be know, fair, that's not a sexual thing. That's just a we're best friends. It's worse. Thing. Yeah, it's, it's worse. worse. It's worse because it's, it's more sick. <laughs> Sometimes non-sexual things are worse. Like yeah, it'd be better if it was I sexual. I think that's yeah. that's the day you'd be like, mm, time to get divorced. There's nothing left. <laughs> well, what's a mystery? You have to keep like, some sort of mm-hmm. aloofness. That's yeah. the one time that you should always be alone. God, yeah. unless you're in yellow jackets, and then you're being helped to shit by young Misty. 
Because you lost your that? leg. Oh. And she's singing. I've never seen that scene. It's the beginning of an episode. She sings um, Breakfast at Tiffany's to him while he's trying to shit. I have no memory. I have to. <laughs> oh. God. That's a um, lot. <laughs> oh, there's a, one, one of the threatening letters that she receives. says, you've been warned. Take it seriously. Take it seriously. But then she gets another one that's like the same exact thing. Yeah. Oh, and also, um, the guy who plays Jigsaw in the Saw movies plays the locksmith. That's Jigsaw? That's him? Okay, he's fucking terrifying. How have we not talked about him yet? That was the scariest part of this movie. He was so... You have an interesting face. He was so sexy. Which I've been waiting my whole life to hear Sam was so turned on by him. He was so sexy. What are you talking about, (laughs) Sam? I literally was so scared. I, like, so his first... That's why he's sexy. Sam, no, you gotta stop. (laughs) Every time you think someone is sexy, send me a picture of them and I will tell you whether it's okay or not. I'll tell you if you're allowed to say it out loud. Will you... Wait, I need more information. Why... What does it for you? I... I... I don't... I'm not made the... Well, he's an artist. <laughs> he's a what? He's an artist. It's revealed I in can. the... I <laughs> She's like, I enjoy charcoal work. I... <laughs> when she first sees him... He's like murdering a woman. No, he's not. He's oh, painting he's a woman. Painting her. And he think and she thinks. You know that what it was? There were so many tropes being played mm-hmm. out through this whole movie. Yeah. Like we've all seen movies where the guy is washing something that looks like blood and it turns. Uh-huh. But that's its own film. Yeah. Like that's its own movie. <laughs> and like we've been like sort of hit in the face with like nine of these films in one. That's New York, baby. That's true. <laughs> so many horror films. Everybody's a different story. <laughs> you got a lot of neighbors. <laughs> Y'all ever seen company? <laughs> I mean, have you seen Disturbia though? That's what that's It's the me same. Of. Yeah. Remember when Love Shia Disturbia. LaBeouf sees the guy like chainsaw the woman? Oh and then, yeah. Whoop, yeah, and I always think it's, it's like a tree. Or... That's a scary movie. That's about, a, it's a good movie. It's too. scary. Uh-huh. I was so scared because it was like real. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I, didn't I mean, no, 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 I no. Like but that he it, got the hot check. It like that was like the first horror movie I saw that was like actually like not supernatural though. Right. Like it was uh, like it could happen. Yeah, yeah. Those those for so long were the only scary movies that I could handle. That's all they made in the two thousands. Yeah. No, yeah. I loved. I mean, I don't know if I would call it a scary movie, but I loved Panic Room. Oh my kid. god, it's one of my favorite movies. Oh my god, what are they doing? So good. Oh. They panic. They it's, panic. It's, There's a panic. Okay, Jodie Foster, mm-hmm. 12-year-old Kristen, Kristen Stewart. Yeah, I just saw, they just talked about this in the Kristen and Nicole actors. Because <laughs> 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 Nicole was supposed to be in it as Jodie Foster. Oh, that's right, that's right. And then and she had like she an ear even, infection or something. Yeah, she even like rehearsed with Kristen. Mm-hmm. And then got her, and then got her a Christmas present, and then she had to drop out of the movie. Wait, yeah. who was supposed to be in it? Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Oh, that would I like Jodie better. Jodie. Well, so like Nicole does a great like, like suspense like moment. It's like no. older. Le- it was older lesbian passing the torch to younger, <laughs> younger lesbian. That's Wait, sick. I know. I get them like being related mm-hmm. more. Can you imagine if like yeah. you were Kristen Stewart, and your mom was Nicole Kidman? Oh fuck. Kristen off. Stewart had a rough. Well, Nicole's few years. about to steal yeah. her Oscar away, so. That's fine. What was Nicole Kidman in? Lucille Ball. Oh, that's oh right. yeah, I agree. It, I, I thought it was amazing. Oh, I, have I to watch. also though Javier well, Bardem, well, no bad. light. Uh, I thought he was an okay, but he just is not. My mother the not whole time goes not as hot. <laughs> no, true. Well, no, I mean I actually like, I prefer Kristen's performance as Princess Diana, but. I think Nicole's got the narrative. I have to watch yeah, these movies. They also, Oscars loves like a second coming of an Oscar several years later. Because oh. the hours, it's, it's been, been 20 years. Right. Yeah, right. they love that. Like Tony's in that comeback. movie. Tony's in, Tony that movie. Is in that movie. Yeah. Playing Alice. Oh. Uh, from United States of Terror. <laughs> she does the exact voice and it's the exact wardrobe, mm-hmm. except um, she's gay. No, she. Julianne Moore is gay for no, her. No, 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 Because the second time I watched it, I paid attention. No, no. So it's Julianne Moore is like gay and like trying to 
Have you seen The Hours? No. Gay oh, yeah. in the 50s. Okay, yeah. Wait, it's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know okay. Tony Collette. So, yeah. Okay, so last time I watched it, I was like, because when we watched it for the podcast, we were arguing over whether Tony mm-hmm. reciprocated the kiss. Mm-hmm. Second time I watched it, I paid attention, and Did she you? totally does. Oh, well. You know what? This is such a small part of the movie, though. <laughs> like, I'm like, you mean, but you you think mean Tony when didn't... Ed Harris throws himself out the building? <laughs> 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 I'm like, this is that Tony Collette, like, kiss <clears throat> is such a small bit. When Meryl Streep sits down in the kitchen and cries. Ugh. Uh, so good. Or when Meryl Streep takes the food off the table and slups it into Ooh. the trash can. Or when Meryl Streep buys the flowers herself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good movie. I just remember, I don't like, think you liked it very much. Did you? I liked it. I oh. loved it. Oh. oh, yeah, I did too. Yeah, it's one of the movies... When did it came out 20 years ago? Yeah, this year, I remember I watching it, like, really young and being like I didn't know you could start a letter with the word dearest like I didn't get it and then I watched it like a year later and I was like oh this is a sad movie I didn't even know it was Nicole I can can only watch it if I'm like in a melancholy mood right and that's that's a movie when you're like I'm in a I'm having such a great day I'm in a great space and I want to appreciate art then you watch the hours. If you're oh, like, I had a kind see. of a rough day, don't watch the hours. No, I only, some days, it's the same thing for me with Magnolia. I'm, I'm like, some days I wake up and I'm already, like, just depressed. Mm. And I'm like, it's a Magnolia day. I love that. And I just stay at home and I just I've watch. I've seen that. Magnolia. I watch the hours. You watch the hours every day. Mm-hmm. Wow. The hours, the Every hours. morning I wake up, I put on the hours. <laughs> <laughs> Floss. And then I get my day going. <laughs> After Ed kills himself, then I get my day started. God. Oh, I loved, uh, he, he gives, okay, sorry, in the movie, in the mm. fourth floor, Jigsaw gives Juliette Lewis her new set of keys. Oh and my god, another and key pockets a key. In her apartment, <laughs> and she goes, is that a key also to my apartment? And he looks at her like, are you fucking stupid? And goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're super slow. Okay. When he I, first love, appeared, I love a threatening man being condescending. I was like, Julia, that is the guy you called the cops on last night. Do not let him up the stairs. <gasps> I literally didn't make the connection until he well, said I was like, he, he saw me. Yeah. You didn't call the police. And then I was like. <gasps> she didn't have a big enough reaction to him being. Because she recognized him yeah. when she was going to let him in. But she didn't. She was just like, it's right this way. Mm-hmm. I was like, eh, we needed to see that moment She needed more. to get into her apartment, yeah. though. I know. <laughs> what, what would you do? Like, if you saw someone, you potentially murder someone across the street from you. So, yeah, and then the next day you need yeah. you get locked out of your apartment, I feel like mm-hmm. you might let them in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would. Yeah. Just as a quick fix. Yeah. No, and, the, and then he later has binoculars constantly for his artwork. staring at her <laughs> across the street. I didn't get that they were staring at her. I got that they were lower. And then later he's hanging out with um, the super, right? They're like doing something together. Oh, I think. Yeah. Yes, he like shadowed. But that's also. how he finds out that she has is being chased by Mr. Packing Peanuts. <laughs> fucking scene of the like avalanche of packing oh my god and he's like swimming through it he's like swimming through it i thought that it was really he's swimming underneath the package very good staging i think it was incredible i yeah at that moment i wrote in my notes i wish that i had seen this at a sleepover when i was like 12 Mm. like Oh, I this would have slapped. I would have had nightmares. I this movie would have gone so hard. At I would have gone home to my mother and been like, "There's this movie. It was kind of weird, but also like scary. <laughs> I don't really know how I feel about it." And then I would have like not nightmare, but but like stress dreams yeah. for the next week about being oh, trapped in packing. Such peanuts. brilliance too when she sends the like gigantic box full of only packing peanuts and like a card with pictures of the dead lady in <laughs> yes. it. So good. I said she sends. I know it's not the old lady. Right. But so it should have been. It should have been an old lady. Yeah. But now we have to get into why, what are the reasons that he had, he has, William Hurd has all these reasons, obviously. Mm-hmm. She sure. wants her to live with him. That's and, the only reason. Et cetera. <laughs> <laughs> At Al. <laughs> but the old man has like a fucking litany, a yeah. soliloquy, if you will, of reasons why he has to end her. Yeah. So, Where do we think these along? He wants to 
wants to build like a a triplex. He wants a townhouse of his own. He wants the apartment. (laughs) Oh, God. I mean, I get it. That's a great space. Yeah. French doors can't find Just like Only Murders in the Building. Yeah, like the lady from Only Murders in the Building. Wait, I haven't finished it. Wait, I haven't either. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. There's a line early on. Are you spoiling that the African lady who wants the apartment is actually the killer? No, she's not. But there's that line (laughs) in the beginning. She probably is. Wouldn't it be the first New Yorker who kills for good real estate? Sam, it's okay. You just spoiled the show for us. It's, it's fine. That's fine, worry, Sam. You're just like an awful person. I'm going to be completely <laughs> honest. I forget how that season ends. I just got to the part where I forget who they arrest else. Nathan Lane. Oh, <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> spoilers. Yeah, it's, it's rare that I'm talking about something that hasn't come out 20 years ago in this room. So. Yeah. That's Only true. murders is so good, but I did sort of. For, I was like, wait, who? What did we find out? I kind of forgot everything too. Yeah, I just the biggest, the the biggest spoiler that you could possibly reveal to me about that show is that Martin Short's character isn't gay. He's never gay, but he always he's is. never gay, and I don't. But it's he always so is annoying. though. Like, but he was gay, of course, in Father of the Bride, but we didn't really ever. It was not. Can Martin yeah. Short say fag? Yes. <laughs> He's on the morning But the, show. here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. Martin Short can. Steve Martin can't, in my opinion. I agree. Does Steve Martin say fat? I don't no, think Selena Gomez can either. Absolutely, absolutely not. not. She's barely allowed to say hello. <laughs> she can say hello. <laughs> she can say hola. We will grant her very few allowances. She can say hola. Well, good I for do you. think she held her own. I, yeah. Well, yeah. No. She's but always she been a better actress than a singer. Far and away. Mm. Wizards of Wizards of Waverly Place, hilarious. She work. was the best actor of that generation, I think. I agree. Of Disney Channel people. I agree entirely. That generation being like three people, but yeah, yeah. Because like her... obviously she's not as good as Raven or Hillary or um... obviously not. Um, Demi no, Lovato. well, I don't even think they're the same. They're not the same generation. That's what I'm saying. She's under. It's like yeah, her, um, Demi and Miley. Miley, I yeah. would put Ashley in there. Yeah, Brenda. Yeah. Well, Brenda. Brenda's amazing. Demi Lovato can Brenda act has to save their really life. Proven to be. Demi Lovato cannot act or sing. Yeah. Uh, sorry. No, Demi Lovato, industry plant. <laughs> industry plant. Industry plant. Actually, I disagree. I think the singing is improved. In my mind, I could not summon what Demi Lovato's singing voice sounds like. Don't tell your mother. <laughs> Kiss one another. David! Hey, I remember. Yeah. Um... Oh, in this movie, Juliette Lewis has a moment that uh, Scream had made non grata three years ago, where she's getting chased and she runs upstairs instead of running out the front door. Why did people uh, do that? Why did people do I know, that? They think they're like, safe in their home. She's hiding in a fireplace. Is. She goes. She goes. Let me go up to my own apartment that has the weakest chain lock that's ever been sold. <laughs> that I installed myself. That I installed myself. Oh my god! With a... The nightmare she had when the when it when breaks. It was, uh, broke. Ch- clipped and then she turns around and jigsaw's like <laughs> your name is what does he say you just moved in here right or something <laughs> you just moved in here right okay i didn't know he was I, jigsaw okay, though wait. that's so scary that, are, i know I are you guys are you guys friendly with your neighbors at all oh because my god oh, no, everybody was no. so friendly with and familiar with their neighbors i know i kind of wish i had had the experience of the Martha Stewart to be mm-hmm. like, let me give you the load. Oh my god, yeah. that is why I live in New York. I don't want to fucking know anybody. <laughs> I had a Martha Stewart adjacent experience the first day that I moved into my current apartment. Uh-huh. Um, I, as I was moving my stuff in the first day, the guy who lived in the first floor came out and he was like, "Hey, are you moving into three L?" And I was like, "Oh god, yeah." <laughs> uh, and, and he goes with Hannah, Rachel, and Rosemary. I was like, uh- "What? Yes." He goes, okay, don't worry. They'll take care of you. And if they don't, let me know. And I'll take care of them. And I was like... Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. But he, but, but he's like... I would have called the police I, so fast. And then I did not see him again for six months. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. I, and I asked my roommates. I was like, there was a guy who lives downstairs who knows all your names. And in unison, they go, Gil! Oh, okay. okay. And they were like, we love him. They were like... There's no man. There's never been a There's man. There's no in this apartment building. downstairs. That apartment hasn't been We live on the ground years. floor, Sam Amber. What are you talking about? This is an all women's building. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the 1920s. This is Ma's boarding house. <laughs> this is Mary's home for girls. What are you talking oh, about? I do have a sport. I don't. I don't know if I've told it on the podcast, but when I got locked out of my 
old apartment completely naked um, with no wallet, phone, or keys. I remember this. Uh, I'm going to need more information. (laughs) I don't know if I've talked about it on the pod, but I did. I don't think so. I did meet my neighbors then. Yeah. I was in, well, I did have a towel. Okay, I just, you know. Oh but my God. In, yeah. in theory, I was naked because I had no clothes. Mm-hmm. That's um, naked enough. That's, yeah. It's naked. Yeah. I was taking a bath, and then the buzzer went off, and a, some furniture was dropped off at uh-huh. my front door by my neighbors, because they got it for me. And so I put on a bathrobe and a towel, and I like opened the door to bring it in. I was like, thanks, guys. So they were still in the hallway, and then the door closed behind me, automatically locked. Oh. I had no way to get back I don't know why I pictured in. you on like, your stoop. Oh, that'd be like because I live in a brownstone. Yeah, no, I mean that'd be funnier. Um, but this was I like went up and down. I had like actually weirdly apartment four right above me, like this movie. I bang on the door and I go, "Hi, I live right below you. Can I use your fire escape and get into my building?" And she goes, "No," <gasps> like through the door. And then my neighbors. To be fair. To be fair, she's probably a whore. My neighbors across the hall were like, oh, "To be yeah, fair, there's some if, weird if, lesbians if a live naked there." Person, <laughs> If a naked person locks on my knocks on my door and says, "Let me in. I need to use your fire escape," I would say no as well. You, unless he, unless now you shouldn't though, because it's me. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> and basically, what I had to end up doing was, um, you like went up to the roof to see, I, and then right? yeah, there and was then, a fire escape all the way to the roof on the other side, but on my side it was like a six foot drop to the fire escape. I was oh, like, I'm not no. leaping in a towel from the roof of my oh building. Oh my god! <laughs> no. Wait, so how did you get in, Locksmith? Um, no, because they were gonna take like two hours, and I was like, literally. Hmm. This and isn't... did you not have a phone? No phone, also? no wallet, no keys. Yeah. Oh my god! So I had to borrow their phone, and then I ended up borrowing one of the neighbors' like shirt and shoes and cargo shorts and holding them up because he was so much bigger than me and I walked 20 blocks to my now partner former roommate uh at work to borrow Brandon's keys and he he, like I show up I roll up in these clothes like hi I locked myself (laughs) out of building out of the apartment and then I went back but I was very grateful to them that was the only time we ever really interacted most of the times they would just smoke weed in the hallway and fight but we did not sound like a blast. But four yeah. years later, we did end up moving at the same time, which is kind of wow, cute. Oh, that's cute. Aww. Four years. Yeah. That's very, um, that's very nice. Um, do we have any other... Okay, so the way that it ends... And then they tried to murder me. Yeah, okay. So the way that the movie ends is, um, it's, it, it's revealed that it's the nice old man who's been doing all these things. She's, like, trapped in his apartment. He goes, welcome to the inside of my mind. And then, right, she has this whole big thing about an interior designer. Mm-hmm. As an interior designer, it's the her job to get into her client's mind. Oh. And he goes, and that really is the object <laughs> to get inside someone's mind. He's so strange. A little thin. It just made me think of um, all of like the Tumblr blogs in like 2009 that mm. said, welcome to my twisted mind. Yes. Well, Tumblr really was... Uh, Tumblr was its own fourth floor. It, it's, yeah. it's so true. It's still there. It's the most... Um, yeah, just sort of like a lot of rats. <laughs> diagrams. I'm still on drawings. Tumblr. I love Tumblr. It's a horrific. I had uh, to delete mine because I was like, well, I've been collecting a lot of odd things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my friend made... Like, my friend who like doesn't have any Tumblr followers really, except for like me and like two other people... Um, made a post making fun of TERFs mm. and a bunch of TERFs found it and started reblogging it and now it has 37,000 notes. Oh no. And they're, <laughs> so she just deleted it. Yeah. But, um, That's the good thing of it. You can totally. But then, yeah. But then I started looking at the TERFs blogs and like getting mad and like sending screenshots. Listen, to if you're people. a TERF and you're on Tumblr actively now, that's where you belong yeah <laughs> yeah 100% <laughs> but um I found a horrible meme um that was being shared on turf tumblr it, it says it's like a dialogue it says me how do I get a job how do I pay taxes how do I buy a new house school and then it's a bunch of pictures of books that you read in like English class that it's, are like, mouse these are all and, banned oh ah and then the same person. Wait, is Mouse banned? It just was. Yeah, in there's this Tennessee. Whole, yeah. There's this whole thing. Going and then on Whoopi got it. in it's trouble. It's funny because I read Mouse yeah. in Texas. That's where I grew up. Whoopi just got it. in trouble about it. Yeah. 
We, I read all of these um, in the Catholic school, which and is this, so funny. And this person's complaining, being like, mouse should not be getting taught in schools because it teaches children to feel bad about the Holocaust. The reason it got banned in Tennessee was because there's a picture of a naked mouse woman. Oh my god. <laughs> As if, I, I, problems. as if New Yorkers Jesus. don't see naked mice in their apartment every day. God. What are they I only see clothed mice. Yeah. Okay. So this movie. Okay, so this movie ends. Um, she she gets you know, the the guy's about to kill her. Her boyfriend shows up and is like, Mr. Collins, no. Mr. Collins tries to kill the boyfriend, and then the boyfriend just tosses him down some stairs. No, she does. Oh, she Julia does. Julia Lewis shoves him down, oh, and then miraculously yeah. he falls five flights. Without hitting in a single In the most stair. narrow, a foot-wide staircase. Without trying yeah. to reach out or Right, yeah. which out, yeah, and then just hits the ground. Above. Why would... And then... But why would boyfriend... Okay, yeah, you finish okay. it up first. I think, so, well, I think that was boyfriend's boyfriend, I think, ooh. Something, I, there's a familial something. My opinion they went is, to high school together, the boyfriend, <laughs> the boyfriend didn't want Juliette Lewis to die, he just wanted her to move to Westchester with him. Right. So, so, he's, so he's like, wait, no, don't kill her, and then she kills him, and he's like, wow, now I guess you have to move to Westchester with me. No. Um, but Jigsaw came in and tried to save her. And then it goes yes. to... Um, I had a feeling he would be a hero. Yeah. So then it they goes always, to Jigsaw's... The creepiest always comes around. It goes to Jigsaw's apartment. He has paintings that he's painted of everything he's seen through other people's right. windows. Mm-hmm. And one of them is the boyfriend and Mr. Collins sitting at a typewriter. Just like the one that typed uh, all the threatening letters that she received. Satisfying. Which I only connected after I read the Wikipedia plot summary. Because yeah. I was like... Oh, I thought they were just hanging out at a table. Me too. I thought they were like at their dining room table. Yeah, I thought that they were just chilling. I I was like, what's that thingy in the center? Wow. Wow. Yeah. So do we have uh, any other... No. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So here on the Tony Awards, we give three awards to everything we watch. The first of which is best prop. So Keith, what was your best prop? Hands down the rolling pin that she grabbed as a self-defense weapon. Oh, yeah. And then used as if it was a sword. Also, like, <laughs> deliberately passed over the knives while hunting <laughs> that were right there. That's yes. literally, that's like the opening scene in Scary Movie. Yeah. Where she has... And she jumbled them, too, and it was like, this'll work. <laughs> she should have used her nipples. She... she just used her sheer wrap. Okay. My best prop was Juliet's nipples. Uh, what was your best problem? Mine was my own screams. Because I <laughs> probably screamed like high-pitched shrieks like seven different times. I love it. I love jump scares. I, I, I was gasping throughout the movie and then feeling like I rolled a joint that was like 80% CBD, 20% THC. But okay. I just came off nice. a three-week tea break. So I got Oof. fucked up. Yeah. Well, this would be fun to watch. And then, by. I know, and then I was getting like embarrassed because of my own gasps and being like, "My roommates must think I'm such a pussy." <laughs> <laughs> no, you're like that's the scariest we have ever seen. They watch it and they're like, "Oh yeah." yeah, yeah. <laughs> they did not. They don't. They they did not appreciate. Um, we well, watch it again tonight because <laughs> yes. Brandon will be asleep. He has to get up early. It'll actually be dark outside. Oh my god! <gasps> I'm gonna have so much fun. Okay, uh, what was your best Juliet moment? I don't know. I mean, I guess in the theme of jumping, uh, when she just whipped out a jump rope. Oh, yes. And started yes. jumping, and it was there for like two seconds. This sort of like uh, desperately seeking Susan workout moment. And then when the neighbors first, like, this is the only time the neighbors across the street really, like, besides Jake's not, like, really see her. Mm-hmm. And, like, oh, comment. yeah. And yeah. there. Yeah. What was your best Juliet moment? Um, hands down, how she flipped her hair like it was long. <laughs> Her hair is not even shoulder length, but every time she would go to drink or tuck the phone, she would flip her hair like it was two feet long. She has like this exact hair in yellow jackets, I'm just realizing. Right? I don't know. I feel like it's more like round here. Sure. Well, because she has a baby face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my best Juliet moment was when she's uh, she's peeping on those gay boys and then one of them puts on a wig and she laughs and goes, ha, ha, oh boy. Oh yeah, the oh boy aside. Um, I don't think that I have, I did not write a custom award. Um, does anybody else I have a custom I award? I didn't either. But Mine I... is for best actor and it goes to the packing peanut. <laughs> Huge range, match versatility, hands, chef's kiss. I did yes. think of another, it was like weirdest like foreshadowing that wasn't actually foreshadowing I guess 
goes to every time she sees Mr. Collins, the first couple of times, he just runs up the stairs really fast. <laughs> and then that's never explained. Yeah. yeah. I guess maybe he didn't want her to see him at all. Yeah. Ever. Mm-hmm. But then he just changed course and decided to just be friendly. Yeah. Well, very I think weird. Mr. Collins was probably like quite, there's something very wrong. That he was this easily coerced into being And the like, old couple who are yeah. both deaf and blind and well, he, oh, that, always locking each other out. Mary, open this door! And then she's like, don't touch him, he's fine. <laughs> he startles easily. <laughs> truly, truly thought that. At least those people were ghosts. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it did feel a bit like an insane asylum. Um, I guess my custom award is most sexy man, and it goes to Jigsaw. Sexiest man alive. <laughs> oh, God. 1999. <laughs> no, this is a full conversation. Jigsaw. I, like, texted you saying... Tobin I'm... Bell. His name is Tobin Bell. Addicted to playing people named after nouns. Does he play Jigsaw? Jigsaw Locksmith. Is that his name? Yeah, he's credit? just credited as, as Locksmith. Does okay. he play Jigsaw in every Saw movie? I think so. Wow. Wow. I said, um, fully high-pitched screamed at the neighbor across the street, and you said, he is so sexy. <laughs> and I said, what? <laughs> and you heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Our, oh, do you have anything to plug? Oh, and you have to ask me if Nothing I like the movie. Nothing at all. Okay, Jake, your favorite movie that we have watched so far for this podcast has been Mixed Nuts. How does this movie measure up? It's better. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. This is the new Mixed Nuts, baby. Amazing. So with that, we are done with the podcast. Thank you for coming on, yes, thank Mr. You. Carlisle. Hail Paymon. Hail Paymon. Uh, bye. Bye.